and Dylan Gabriel actually changing his allegiance when he went to the portal. He went to a school. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to UCLA. It's ridiculous here. It is. Uh, it's worse than NFL free agency. Something's got to change. Uh, there is no loyalty right now uh, for some players, I guess. Uh, I understand if you're not playing somewhere, all players want to play to, to have an opportunity to go somewhere else. But mm-hmm. guys that are really good players now are going to go to the highest bidder. And I just don't think that's right for college sports. Is that what you see, Coach? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's sort of what it is. And I, 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 I'm sort of glad I'm not coaching nowadays. <laughs> I yeah. like back in the 90s and 2000s and what have you. But, uh, yeah, it's complete free agency. But the NFL, they have contracts. So, I, hey, I'm going to be here three years. After that, I'll be a free agent. I mean, now you can – when you go to a, a new school – uh, I don't think you sign anything. You just say, hey, I think I'm going here until a better offer comes. And then if a better offer comes, ooh, guess what? I'm going to go take this one. Uh, but the Oklahoma quarterback, I mean, he just basically told everybody in college football, I'm a free agent. I'm free. Uh, and he's probably, I don't know, can they hire agents or just have a maybe They can a, have one of those. N- they can have an NIL representative who uh-huh. are agents yeah. that yes. can work. It works those like deals. an agent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's ridiculous. And, uh, and and you know somebody said they've rumored Georgia or they've rumored I don't know where else, but some school could say, hey, we're going to give you a couple of million bucks a year to advertise for this company. And uh, he said, well, let's see. Maybe the other school may offer three million. I don't know. So, but I think uh, he will go to school that's capable of winning conference and national championships. I don't think he'll go to a small school that has no chance. But uh, I guess we'll wait and see. You know, it'll be interesting because, and I'm not trying to knock the Jaguars here, but from people inside the organization and, and the Jets too, you, you only went, the Jets were so bad as an organization, as a pro, you went there to make money. That you knew you weren't going to win, but if you wanted to make you know, over the money more than you would make elsewhere, you went there. Well, what are we going to have now? Because a player might say, well, okay, I may not go to a, as good of a team, but I'm going to make way more money at this school. What's the difference? Yeah, there's not. I mean, UCLA would be a school who, you know, they're not going to be in the national title hunt. They're probably not going to win the Pac-12, but you're in the... You're in L.A. You're in L.A. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see a place like that. I mean... You look at a school like SMU who has tons of money in Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, could they lure a big-time player, pay him a lot to come to a small school like that? We'll see. It's just it's crazy that it's gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach, what would you do with all these analysts now? I don't know. I mean, they obviously have a place in the sport because the bigger schools are employing them, and those schools that are are winning with them, but – that that's the new normal now almost isn't it uh yeah you have to keep up with the joneses as they say i think nick saban started this so 10 years ago uh he's got uh, a bunch of analysts what in the world is that well that's the guys that help out and they, they can't actually coach on the field supposedly you can only have 10 assistant coaches uh, but they can sit in the meeting rooms and they can do this that and the other and they can watch tape of the high school kids and help with recruiting and all that so he started it a while back and, uh, you know, been beating everybody because they're number one in recruiting basically every year. And, and so Georgia said, hey, you know, Kirby was there. So, hey, we're going to do it like they did it. 
and, and all these other guys that went through there, Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, and, and now we are. We're going to do the same things they're doing, Georgia and Alabama. We're doing it right now. So hopefully the results will be the same. But as Shane and I were talking, there's still only going to be one team wins the SEC. Right. Only one can win. So we'll find out down the road which one does all that the best, I guess. By the way, I would be remiss, sir, um, a couple of days ago, 25 years, the championship. championship. Yep. Yeah, we were reminded of that. Uh, I had, didn't realize January the 2nd of uh, uh, 90, actually 97, 96 right. season. Yep. Uh, we won it. But, uh, and we are the last team to win it for the first time. I every, saw that. That's every hard team to since has been a repeat winner. Wow. And uh, it's going to be a repeat now, although Georgia hadn't won since 80. Uh, but uh, the other sports, we get some new winners. Mississippi State won in baseball, mm -hmm. first time ever. Baylor in basketball. In fact, I'd give a shout-out to Baylor. Ooh. They're my number three team in the nation in football. They're my number three right now behind Georgia and, and Alabama. And if they, if they could get anybody to play halfway decent quarterback, uh -huh. good gracious how good could they be. They play be? defense. They're 12-2, and two, I think, maybe the first time ever. So, Baylor, hey, they almost won the national uh, championship in tennis. We, we beat them in that. And then basketball, women's basketball, they were the final four last year. Baylor athletics have really been impressive. Yeah. Um, and Dave Aranda. At, at, yeah, at yeah he's done a great job. Mm -hmm. um, all right, we're going to go through these, understanding that there weren't a lot of, well, there were bowl games, but a play of the week brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Just and let, Let's take some of the games that you, you saw. Um, you know, let me ask about Cincinnati. I thought defensively, now, they couldn't stop the run, but they did a pretty good job against Bryce Young. What would you think of their effort? Well, they play a 3-3 three, three stack, which you don't see often in college football. I think there's only them and maybe Iowa State that play it. And, and it, it, it's, I don't want to say easy to run against, but with the big mm -hmm. strong boys Alabama have, they're going to pound you. Mm -hmm. The thing that impressed me from Cincinnati out of that game, and I think Kirby Smart can take something from it, is they ran so many twists and games and stunts with their front three and then linebackers coming. Bryce Young did not look comfortable in no, that game at he all. he did not. He threw off his back foot a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I'm picking Georgia to win because I think they're going to get after him by watching what Cincinnati did defensively. Yeah, I think Alabama's due to not have a great game in a national championship game. They've had so many good ones. Uh, so uh, I think Georgia does have an excellent chance to win it. Uh, but Cincinnati, their, their DBs are supposedly real good. Mm -hmm. So – Running the ball was obviously the way to attack them. And, of course, their guy, Robinson, ran for, what, 200-and-something yards? Yeah. So uh, that was, you know, that's, uh, you do you, you run your offense according to what the other team does. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a bunch of games here where, hey, let's just give it to Eric Rett because they can't stop him and go win the game. And uh, so there's all kind of ways to win the game, as we know, and you don't have to do it the same way every week. Much is made about playing a team a second time. Mm -hmm. You did that when you won the championship. From an X and O standpoint, Steve, did you change much from <laughs> the first game to the second? We were a completely different team, <laughs> and it, but here's why. When we lost at FSU in 96, uh, we came back and uh, we sort of licked our wounds because that, that team wanted to win them all, and, and we weren't going to do it, and we went from – uh, tied for first in the country with FSU to about number five or so with the 
uh, Ohio State uh, was in front of us, Nebraska, and then Arizona State, as well as FSU. So we're like number five. But anyway, uh, we took uh, Monday night off that year, Shane. I said, I want you guys to go home and lick your wounds. I'm going to lick mine. We're going to come back tomorrow and go try to win us a, another SEC championship. That's the only thing we got left to win, and that's one of our goals. Let's go do it. So uh, between Monday night and Tuesday's practice, we put in the shotgun. I asked Wiley Bird Rich, can you snap the shotgun? He said, sure, Coach. I did it in high school all the time. Danny, you comfortable? Oh, yeah, Coach. We did something in high school. All right, we're putting in the shotgun, finally. So we put it in against Alabama. Danny throws six touchdowns. Redell catches three. Ike one, Quezzy one, or whoever. And we beat them 45-30. So now we got the shotgun going against FSU in the Sugar Bowl. And we got all those guys. And both of our offensive tackles were healthy. They didn't play the first game. Mm -hmm. uh, Pillar? Pillar, Mo Zach Collins. Pillar, and Reggie Green. What did Mo Collins? Mo Collins, Collins, I'm sorry. Yeah. Reggie was earlier. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Mo Collins uh, got, got hurt in practice and, uh, and didn't play the end of the season. So we had both of our tackles back. They were healthy and ready to go. So we're a little bit of a different team. Our defense was much better prepared. Warwick Dunn ran for about 150 or 60 yards against us the first time, and we bottled him up a bit. And, and things broke our way. Uh, it has to to win 52-20 to 20, uh, against the number one team in the country. All right, let's do our questions in the weekend. Man, we got a lot of them. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. All right, here we go. Freddie said we got a lot of them, so we got to run through them. Clay in Gainesville. Coach, do you think Coach Napier, how is he doing so far, happy with his staff building mm -hmm. and his focus on recruiting? Yeah, I think so. We're, we're doing everything the way uh, Georgia and Alabama has done it, to be number one and two in the country. And, and that seems to be the direction you better keep up with uh, your competition. So that's, that's what we're doing. We've hired a whole bunch of people that uh, hopefully going to take us to the top. So we're, we're shooting for the top. We're not shooting to be you know third or fourth in the SEC. Uh, we're, uh, uh, Billy Napier's putting together a staff and a program and a plan uh, to win, win it all. Robert in Gainesville, SEC is king. SEC team will win the Natty. Who are you predicting to win? You predicted Georgia, right? Yeah, I think Georgia's going to win. I don't want Georgia to win, but I think, I think they're a really good football team. I think they'll learn from mm -hmm. that first game, and I think they're going to learn a lot from the Cincinnati tape to help them. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to agree with Shane. I think Georgia's due. Uh, if they play their game uh, the way they played just about all year, uh, I, I think they got a little bit better chance. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Alabama could certainly win it. I think they said Saban and his team uh, has won seven of nine of them. Uh, to win eight out of ten national championships, that's, uh, that's pretty good odds right oh. there. But he, he could do it. They could do it. Jeff in Jacksonville of Georgia wins. Curl will be the first SEC East coach to beat Saban <laughs> since you did it in since 2010. 10. Why do you think the East has so much trouble beating him? Well, we ain't been as good. That's right. Uh, although I, w I would say coaches, South Carolina team wasn't as good as Alabama that year, but it was their day. He had some really good players, called a good game, and Alabama turned it over and didn't play great. That's exactly right. They didn't play their best, and we played close to the best we played all year. I think we only punted once or twice. We had one deflected ball that got picked off. Uh, and we scored touchdowns, you know, mm -hmm. we 35 points. We had five times chances to score. We got 35 points. A lot of times you'll have five chances, mess up down there, mess up, kick one or two field goals, and walk away with 10 points or something. Uh, but we walked away with 35, and uh, 
and they messed up. They tried a fake field goal, didn't make it. Uh, they missed an extra point, went for two, didn't make it, things of that nature. So they, they didn't play very well. We played close to perfect. And if Georgia just – if both of them play well, I just think Georgia's due to, to win the game. Frank in Gainesville, 25 years ago, your Gators won the first national championship. What are your favorite memories from that week? And, Shaner, you were in the NFL. Did you watch the game? I did. I was with uh, – that was in 96. I was with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if our season was still going or if I was back in Gainesville. I can't remember. But, yeah, I – I watched every game. You know, back then, they weren't all televised. Right. And I can remember, whether I was in Chicago or Carolina, that I would sometimes, I would, you know, we did have cell phones, the old school cell phones. They didn't give you scores or anything. But I would call somebody, mm-hmm. one of my buddies in games or whatever, they would put their cell phone up to the TV so I could listen to the game. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Coach, he wants to know what your favorite memories from that week were when you won. Well, the <laughs> what's interesting, we didn't talk national championship the whole time, uh, really until the day of the game, because the night before, Arizona State lost to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, everybody had lost that was in front of us. Nebraska had lost to Texas, yep. and uh, Ohio State had lost to Michigan and then beat uh, Arizona State. That, all this had to happen for us to have a chance to be the national champ. So all month of practice – we just wanted to beat FSU, mainly because they hit Danny Warfel, knocked him down 34 times after he threw the ball. And it was the SEC refs, and they, they let you do that back then. They only called two or three roughing the passers. Uh, fortunately, in the championship game, we had the Southwest Big 8 Conference officials, and they said, after you throw the ball, the guy can't clobber the quarterback. And uh, so they played by the rules we all played by. And in the championship game, they knocked him down a couple times early, and they called roughing the passer. So then they quit doing that. But anyway, that's another story about that. But we just wanted to beat FSU because they had beaten us and because Danny Warfel almost not got clobbered so many times in that game. Uh, and then the night before, when it all happened, then we realized, hey, we probably got a chance to win it all. But back then, it was in voting. Right. Voting declared the champ. Yep. And after the game, Norm Carlson came up and – said, Coach Orr, we're the national champs. I said, have they already voted? He said, no, but we believe they're going to. <laughs> I didn't know we'd won the national championship until it's actual. So I wasn't rah-rahing around like we national champs. Uh, they had to vote, yep. and uh, I guess fortunately they voted for us. Emma and Lake City, did Tennessee get robbed of a bowl win by the reps? Yeah, that was a bad call. That was a bad, bad call. call. Bad call, and... Uh, yeah, very unfortunate. Tennessee has has had a good year anyway. Boy, was that a fun game to watch. And, and again, and I think Coach has been yep. on the same page as I've been on for years, why Jeff Brom is never mentioned, that dude can call plays. Yep, he can. And and Tennessee's improved. Yeah. yeah. And, well, they got to – yeah, he's, his offense is really good. They got to get up there competing for the Big Ten. And they need to get some better play. I mean, yeah, his players are just – yeah. yeah, they're yeah. so-so. Yeah. But he, because of what he can do, play Offensive. calling oh. makes him a lot better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Ricky in Gainesville, Alabama's an underdog against Georgia. Will Saban use this as motivation for his players? Well, supposedly he did for the SEC championship game, and uh, he may use it a little bit, but uh, – uh, those guys at Alabama, they set their goals uh, at the beginning of the season and, and mentally that, that they're going to shoot for that, and they don't waver along the way. Uh, at the bowl game down, uh, let's see, the bowl game was in Dallas, uh, Cotton Bowl, correct? Jerry Jones Stadium mm-hmm. is where the play- first playoff game was. 
and they didn't participate in the bowl functions. They're, they're there to win the ball game, so they didn't go to this thing or that thing. And, and that's just the way they do it. They they have a plan to win it all, and when the national championship's over with, they'll relax in and celebrate, and uh, and then start preparing for the next <laughs> year. About the next week, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Less in Gainesville went to uh, an amazing New Year's Eve party mm -hmm. at your rooftop bar. Thanks yeah. for building a top restaurant in Gainesville. Yeah, we had a big crowd up there New Year's Eve. I think we had about 150 or 60 people up at Visors, the rooftop bar. They were all night to about 2 a.m., had a big time. Uh, Freddie Weavey's got a video of some of our party goers, <laughs> and uh, they, they really <laughs> seem to have a good time. Yeah, our, our, our outdoor up to rooftop bar up there is good weather right now. What's well, a little cool now, but... Uh, at night, it's really nice up there. It's open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday every week uh, from about 6 to 1 o'clock. And uh, it's sort of a, uh, you know, adult thing. We don't, we don't like a bunch of college students or people in there at, at that event. So it's, uh, it's more of a grown-ups uh, rooftop bar, and uh, hopefully everyone will have a, have a good time up there. Okay. Man, we got a you, Freddie, you were right. We've got a lot of questions here. Mm -hmm. uh, Evan says, will we ever see a four-team SEC Final. Fourteen. Nah, uh, probably not. Yeah, I don't think that nah, would. Nah, I don't think that would be smart. Uh, of course, they're all talking about uh, the expansion, and uh, I don't think that's going to help get another team uh, into the final two. I think the same top schools around the country, and I'm talking about Ohio State and uh, Oklahoma and, and Georgia and Alabama, and, and then hopefully we can get in there and, and become one of those top four teams. Sundra and Gainesville, excited to know about one last inside the huddle. Love really listening to y'all. You guys going to be back next year? Yep. Uh, where else can we hear what Coach has mm -hmm. to say about football? We've got to know what he thinks about what happens mm -hmm. in the championship game. Well, good, and uh, I hope we are back next year, Steve. I hope so. I, I enjoy doing this. I people, do, too. People always say, what do you do all the time? And I said, well, I'm not retired. I said, heck, I'm, I'm an ambassador at the University of Florida, and <laughs> I do some podcasts, uh, Steve Russell, every Tuesday during the season, Inside the Huddle. Uh, we talk about college football, all the teams, and try to answer some questions from our viewers and our listeners out there. So I, I enjoy doing this. Uh, here, here. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny. We go from Sundra to Sasha uh, in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. uh, Utah looked good against Ohio State. Do we have a chance against them in our opener in September? Well, you always got a chance. Uh, I think they, get, they, they have 15 starters back from that team, I believe. They're going to mm -hmm. come in here. Uh, it's a tough opener for the Billy Napier mm -hmm. era. Kyle Winningham's done a tremendous job. Uh, you know, who knows? But that, that'll be a game where, you know, there'll be a buzz in town and in the swamp, and we're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, no matter who it would be, there'd be a buzz because it's the first but they're game. Gonna but they're going to be a top – I bet they're ranked number six or seven in the country when they come in here. Yeah, they had – I think they had two or three guys declare, you know, for the draft. But still, the, but I mean, done a really but nice But they shot. were going in the Rose Bowl. I think they were ranked 11th. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be a top 10 and team. And overcame a lot, too. Oh, they're a horrible situation with players. Oh. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Paulo in Ocala. The SEC's five and six in bowl games. They should be six and six if Tennessee doesn't get robbed. Are we still the best conference in the country since we have two teams in the championship game? I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you want your conference to do well, but some of our mm -hmm. bottom tier teams were not what. I mean, think of the Florida Gators. weren't normally what they normally are. Yeah. So. We got some bad teams playing. Yeah, it was a little bit down year for some SEC teams. Uh, South Carolina, which started near the bottom, uh, beat North Carolina 
which started, I think, ninth or tenth preseason in the nation. So give those guys credit for what they did. Ole Miss had a big year, and then their quarterback got hurt. To certainly knocked them uh, from contention maybe that game. So, uh, yeah, you know, you know the Big Ten's had a good year. And then somebody said, well, the Pac-12, the Oklahoma and the Baylors and all them guys, uh, they had a pretty good year also because they, they won their bowl games. And then the Pac-12 out there, they were 0-5. Yep. So yeah. not, not very good for that conference. No. Jess and Lake Butler, McIlwain and CMU beat Washington yep. State in the Sun Bowl, 9-4 and in the MAC. Not bad for a coach who win at Florida. Do you think he's a good coach that wasn't given enough rope at Florida? Uh, I mean, obviously, he's a pretty good coach. He's he's done well at Central Michigan. He 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 recruited well. I mean, mm-hmm. McElwain brought in had some really good players for Mullen. Uh, that was a big win for them. You know, they had to bus. I was reading the story. They had to bus from out in Arizona where they were supposed to play, bus to El Paso, and played a big team. I mean, Central Michigan's a small school. Yeah, yeah. You know, here he won the Eastern Division twice. Yep. And uh, and in that fourth year, it all sort of fell apart. A little bit like our last coach, Dan yeah. Mullen. It fell apart in that fourth year. So uh, hopefully uh, Billy Napier is going to avoid that fourth-year jinx around here. <laughs> Curtin Gaines, though, when Napier was coaching at Clemson, did you coach against him when you were at South Carolina? I think we did. Uh, I, I, I never really paid any attention to the assistant coaches at the other schools, really not the head coach either. I think he was there when Dabo was the uh, interim. Uh, Dabo was the interim, and they beat us. And then when Dabo became the head coach, we beat him five in a row, I think, something like that. But uh, I think he was with uh, Dabo a while and then left and, and so forth. Great question from Amanda. Uh, coach Aranda, probably the next coach to be hired next by a big money university. What do you think about these guys getting big contracts? Well, Baylor's got big money. I don't think people realize the money they got and how much it costs to go to school there. He's done a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be in the hunt. I think he's – He's a better co- head coach than I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, boy, their defense flies around. And if they can get mm-hmm. a legitimate quarterback, I think Baylor's a team to be to watch out for. Yeah, they, they certainly have. And uh, Sam Pittman at Arkansas. Yeah. Now, here's a guy that uh, demanded accountability and discipline and effort. And look what Arkansas did this year. They uh, Alabama only beat them by seven at Alabama. That was a heck of a game. They had a chance. So, uh, can they topple the tide? I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see next year. Rerun in Orlando. Shane, we'll be doing Gator Radio again next year at home or on the road. I enjoyed your analysis with Mick. Just a bummer they didn't win a road game for you. Yeah, Ofer. Um, I can't help block and tackle and complete <laughs> passes. Um, but, yeah, it's um, – I, I don't know what the plan is there. I'll be doing some – capacity i'm not sure exactly what for us to go two and six and the only two conference teams we beat were vandy and tennessee mm-hmm. the tennessee, the tennessee state champs we're, coach we're, yeah we we won the tennessee state championship <laughs> uh, again uh, and and to lose all the others oh. uh, nobody would have ever no had any prediction of that no this year last two nico in gainesville mac jones looks like he might be the best rookie quarterback taken this year is the jury out on trevor lawrence who do you think ends up being the best quarterback of last year's draft class? I mean, your guy at, at, at the Jets has looked good. Here's the thing. Max in a system, he basically went from his college system to the same system but as a pro. He knew how to handle Belichick. Uh, he's extremely mm-hmm. accurate and smart. Mm-hmm. And I love what he's doing because I like those kind of guys. The, the big, strong arm guys, they may look good in shorts. 
but when the bullets start flying, they ain't real good, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I still think Trevor Lawrence will be good. And some some of these teams just don't give quarterbacks easy easy throws. Mm-hmm. And that's I don't watch the Jags much, but man, a lot of their throws ain't easy, and they ain't got very good players either. Yeah, yeah. Mac Jones is one of those guys that takes his steps and throws the ball. Yep. You don't see him hold it, hold it, looking. He knows around, where to go. Get with clobbered. It. Yeah. Uh, you, you get uh, in the NFL two to two and a half, three seconds. No more than that. He's not going to get more than three seconds. And those guys that look around, start running here, there, and the other, it, it, it just it, it, it's it's difficult. You got to get the ball out of your hands on time. And and Mac Jones does. To me, but as good as anybody probably in the league right yep. now. And you know, it was funny. A week ago, they were talking to him, him hitting the rookie wall. Yeah. Because he had a couple of games. <clears throat> he threw a couple of picks, but yeah. he, he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. Finally, Towns and Lakeland. <laughs> Billy Napier is hired as he's around 500 analysts. Coach, how big was your staff when you coached in Florida, <laughs> and was it much bigger once you got to South Carolina? No, we never had uh, all those analysts. Uh, we didn't have that or recruiting helpers or nothing. Uh, we had, what, nine, ten assistant coaches, uh, GAs. They called them grad assistant coaches. I think we could have four or five of those guys. And they had to take a class in school. And uh, so we had those guys. But I think the analysts started arriving around really about 2014 or 15, or maybe Saban started like 2008, 9, 10, somewhere right in there, I, I'm, I'm thinking. All right, those are our questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. We'll take a break and come back. Much more inside the huddle, our final one of the football season, ESPN, mm-hmm. 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. The Chicken and Warfel, the 1966 Shandy, the Southern Style Grits Cake, and Spurrier's Breakfast Burger are some of the new brunch entrees at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Brunch just got better, and by popular demand, Spurrier's now serves a delectable brunch menu every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Yes, Spurrier's has weekend brunch, serving scrumptious brunch entrees, salads, new brunch cocktails, and specialty coffee selections. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, now serving brunch, and no reservation is needed can't find the new car or truck you want no worries introducing your way express ordering from davis gainesville chevrolet now get your new chevy in your color with your options all it takes is a quick visit to davis gainesville chevrolet or a few clicks at gainesvillechevy.com shopping pre-owned we've got them all the most popular models plus certified pre-owned chevys with six-year 100,000 mile warranties so don't compromise get the newer pre-owned chevy you want the way you want it now at davis gainesville chevrolet north main street and at gainesvillechevy.com This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. 
Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call for your free consultation today. 352-400-4550. Don't wait. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 400-4550. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it. We stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle, our final one of the year. If you want to get a call in to talk to the fellas, you can do that on our Campus USA call line, 392-8255. Let's do uh, Team of the Week. Uh, let's do uh, yeah, Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, home of Sprayers Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Um, was there a team in a bowl game? guys that impressed you a lot well, who would be your your team that way there's a lot of candidates for that yeah, there's, a, there's a ton um you know I, I go back and maybe it's just because i like jeff rom i like the way he calls plays i think he's I, i've said this on many shows he's the, his offense is the, is the closest to coach Spurry's offense that that there is today because it's a vertical down the field we ain't th- they don't throw the ball that side is. to side a whole lot but I, I and they had 12 guys opt out and their backups and everybody, whoever was on their team played hard. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I'm going to go with the Purdue Boilermakers. Okay. Uh, we're going with coach or team? Uh, right now. Yeah, what were coach? we doing? Did we were doing team. Team. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I got a couple of teams. Of course, I've already talked about Baylor, uh, Coach Aranda, uh, but Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Their coach, Gundy, said yeah. this was the biggest win in school history. Yeah. Now, he's been there. He went to school there and so forth. And, uh, I, I, they did not win the Big 12, but they, they're going to finish in the top uh, 10 or whatever. I think they must one, have. One inch away from winning the Big 12. Yeah. yeah. I think they finished 12-2 and two also, I think their final record was. Is that correct? I'll so he it said it was the biggest uh, win, and they're probably going to finish, uh, you know, the highest rank ever in school history. So give those guys a, a plus also. And uh, uh, Ohio State had a big win. Of course, they usually do. Oklahoma won their bowl game uh, with Coach Bobby Stoops That's right. as the uh, interim head coach. And that had to be neat when his son, son. caught the touchdown that was early cool. in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And uh, he had to give, he gave him a hug that. coming off the field. That. That, was, that was really neat. Um, Ohio State's mine. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they had their best two receivers opt out, and they did not miss 
a beat. They can throw and catch. I mean, their defense in a whole lot, but right. you're right, Shaner. They can certainly throw and catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Instead of doing our Coach of the Week, we'll do Coach That Impressed You During the Year, brought to you by Ruse Ogre State Farm Insurance. Mm-hmm. State Farm Agent Ruse Ogre is your go-to agent in Gainesville and North Central Florida for the service mm-hmm. you deserve at the price mm-hmm. you want. Co- Shaner, Coacher. Well, I think Dave Aranda did phenomenal. I didn't really think about Baylor that much until watching the Sugar Bowl and what they had done. They, were t- they won two games the previous year. Uh, but I thought for the coach of the week, so to speak, would be Coach McElwain. I mean, with his team, what they had to go through getting a game canceled, busing to the next game, and beating a Power 5 team handily. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing Coach of the Week or Coach of the Year? Yeah, kind of Coach both. of the Year. Let's do both, Coach yeah. of the Year. Okay. Uh, I told Nick Saban up at the Heisman when uh, Bryce Young won the Heisman, I said, this might have been your best coaching year ever. And then Jarrett Bell, who writes for USA Today newspaper, he said, Saban's best coaching job ever. And uh, now think about it. Last year, he lost Mac Jones, who was up for the Heisman. Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman. Najee Harris, best running back in the country. All three of those guys playing in the NFL this year. But he puts the next guys in there. One of them wins the Heisman. (laughs) And uh, one of them run for 200-something yards just the other night. And uh, But uh, Saban's demeanor this year was different. You know, when they won some ugly games, he didn't come out and sort of be critical the way sometimes we all can be. Uh, he said, hey, our players are getting better. They played hard, proud of them, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he was, he was uh, a different uh, sort of attitude maybe in years past. And that's why Jarrett Bell, a lot of people said this was his best coaching year ever. He didn't dominate every game. I mean, they won some that they could have lost. Hey, two-point game here. And uh, the Auburn game, oh, I mean, they, they had to claw and fight and, to be where they are playing for another national championship. So uh, he doesn't win many coaches of the year because he's always got the best players. But I thought this year he, his team achieved almost the maximum, and, and that's due to coaching when you do that. Coach, I couldn't agree with you more mm-hmm. in what you just said because I think you, you just take it for granted. Now, look you got to have Jimmy's and Joe's. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, okay? But he gets them, and he coaches them, and they don't do any of that showboating stuff. Yeah. And he has evolved, Steve. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree 100%. He wasn't as critical. Um, you know, he, he understood the kind of team that he had. And that, more than anything else, I think is a sign of greatness, mm-hmm. that, that if you can adapt and change – and, in, and yet do what he's done, that's pretty amazing. I mean, if he wins another championship, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at coaches of all time, he's got to be in a conversation, doesn't he? No question. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do uh, <clears throat> a call on our Campus USA phone line from David. David, hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. And I just I'd really appreciate an opportunity to – to ask Coach Spurrier, you know, Coach, what what do you think about Coach Billy Napier? What's your opinion, you know, as far as, you, you know, your early interactions with him? And what do you think, Coach, uh, about the way that he's doing things and putting this new program to, uh, together for the Florida Gators? And, uh, and and what do you think about the future for, for the Gators with Coach Billy Napier? Well, we all feel it's going to be very good, I think, right now. And what Billy has done, he's putting together a staff 
uh, not only coaches but the support group around the offices and so forth, equivalent to what Alabama and Georgia do. Uh, they're obviously the top two right now uh, in the SEC, and uh, he's building that staff to produce results the way they're getting results right now. And, uh, you know, you got to keep up with the Joneses if you want to be the best. So he's putting that together, and now we got to give him time to make it all start happening. But we believe we got a chance to uh, be one of the best again in the SEC. Coach, if I could just follow that up real quick. If, if you could just tell us a little bit about what you think about the uh, – the name, image, and likeness situation and the transfer portal and how that's going to affect college football in the, in the next few years. And I thank you. Yeah, it's already affected it, and uh, we'll start affecting it more probably as we're realizing uh, these hotshot college players, uh, they're going to want to be a free agent almost every year or every other year, some of them. And since you can actually give money to the player to maybe advertise a product, uh, not, the money doesn't come from the university, but comes from a could be an alumnus, uh, a guy that loves his school and is a multimillionaire. So the big money is is going to be there uh, for quite a while to these really top players. Uh, I don't sort of like it. I'm sort of glad I don't have to fight it right now. My days were in the 90s and in the 2000s and so. Uh, but that's just where we're at in college football. We all know it, and uh, if you want to keep up. You get your get your guys and get the bidding going. <laughs> David, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. I got a, a loyal listener text and said, tell Coach Spurrier that Napier was on Alabama's staff when he upset them in 2011. 10, okay. 2010. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. More Inside the Huddle to Come, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any U.S. sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. 
So if you bleed orange and blue, Melvin Law is the firm for you. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention, security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. Football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 815 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you've got joint pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. No surgery, drugs, or downtime. Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Call today, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Top four teams brought to you by Rabware Designs. Rabware is a family-owned business that prides itself in excellent customer service while providing quality and affordable promotional products and customized apparel. Let's assume, guys, Georgia and Alabama will be one, two. Who would you put three and four now? That's tough. I got three, and I don't know what order to put them in, Steve. Um, Oklahoma State, I think, you know, they're, they were an inch away from possibly playing Alabama mm-hmm. in the pl- playoffs, yeah. and I thought it was a big win for them. Baylor, as Coach mentioned earlier, I thought they were very impressive. And then, shoot, Ohio State was extremely impressive with their backups. Mm-hmm. So I didn't answer your question, but those yeah, three. It's hard. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard between Baylor and Oklahoma State, and, of course, they played for the Big 12 championship, and we all know it went down to the one-foot line. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma State cannot score first and goal on about the two-yard line. A one, one or two-yard line. Uh, oh, that was sad because Oki State, uh, th- this could have really been a big year for those guys. Uh, but other than that, you know, you got to give Michigan credit for the year they had. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, he was at the Heisman also. And uh, he got up and said, our goal this year was to beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten. And they did that. And then all of a sudden after that, Ooh, man, now we can go for the national championship. So I don't know if that had a lot to do with it or what. I think playing in Miami in that humidity <laughs> did not help Michigan uh, in the game against the, the Bulldogs. But uh, they had a wonderful year uh, and, and so forth. So I, I just put those teams between three and four. Okay. Chalk Talk now brought to you by Meldon Law Chalk with talk. 50 years of experience. The only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, Meldon Law. Mm-hmm. Won't back down. Coach, let me move out of the way, and it's yours. 
Okay, this is a play. Uh, Shane and I will tell you this was one of the most important plays in uh, Gator football uh, history when I was here. This was 1991, and uh, we're playing Kentucky here in the swamp. Uh, if we beat them, uh, we go 7-0 in conference play, first time in school history, and we win the SEC outright, first time recognized. We won it the year before, but didn't get recognized. And uh, we were ahead 28-7 to at halftime, and then all kind of crap started happening. <laughs> we, had a, we had a punt blocked. I think they scooped it up and scored. Eric Red actually fumbled once. Uh, did you have an interception maybe somewhere in there? I don't know. Let's hope not, Stuff Coach. Stuff started happening. And, uh, and then our defense went sort of bad. At halftime, I don't know if our guys were goofing off a little bit, Shane. I, I think we were. Uh, we, were <laughs> we were thinking about celebrating after winning the SEC on our field. And, by the way, we were the last team to win at our home field because it's now in Atlanta all the time. So, anyway, all of a sudden, Kentucky, Kentucky, now they were 35-point underdogs. They were 0-6 coming in. We are 6-0 going in. All of a sudden, the score is 28-26, to and there's seven minutes left in the game. Seven minutes left in the game. And we're, we're, we're squirming over everyone's sideline. I'm squirming. I don't know about everybody else. So they kick off to us, and on first down, one of our linemen got called for hands to the face. Uh, I think it was Esham probably. So we get a 15-yard penalty. So we're back on our 10-yard line, I think, first and uh, 25. First and 25. And we need to make some first downs and try to run this clock out if we could. So Shane hit a couple passes, and now we got it third and six. Third and six. And we need to make some first downs. Our defense is sort of going bad on us. So we call the play. Uh, it's called uh, It's called Bopper. Called Blue Slide Bopper, and Eric Eric Retz, our our one back, uh, we're underneath center right there, like we were back then. And what the bopper means, that means the back has an option. Back has an option, so it's called Blue Slide Bopper, and uh, Blue Slide is our protection. Well, our protection is all these guys slide this way to block four guys. This guy blocks his guy. And normally, he either blocks here or here if somebody rushes. But since he's going out, he, he goes out. And the bopper means if this guy drops in a zone, he, he hooks up right here. If he's playing in man-to-man, -man, he, he's got the option to go either way. And this, this play was very good for us all, all year, wasn't it, Shane? So we call this. Okay. Kentucky, they split this gap here. And this guy comes looping around scot-free. Now, Eric, Eric's already going out. Shane's back here. He's got a linebacker running right at him. He doesn't know if Eric's going to go this way or that way or hook up. And the linebacker was sort of in that twilight zone. He wasn't like playing him man to man or he wasn't dropping. He was just sort of looking at him. And I asked Eric later, I said, how did you know to hook up? Because Shane had to throw the ball. Shane had to say, I hope he's hooking up, right? As that guy's running right at him. And uh, I said, Eric, why did you hook up? He said, I don't know, Coach. No. He said, the guy was in the twilight zone. I turned around, the ball hit him in the chest. And he got his pads down and carried this guy for the first down. So we make about seven yards on third and six. And uh, 
Shane saying, man, I hope he hooks up. Guy's right in his face. He's got to throw it. And uh, he catches it, got his shoulder pads down, and fell forward and made the first down. All right, from there, we go all the way for a touchdown. Uh, we ran a little toss sweep uh, to score and got it down to about a minute left in the game. But we went ahead 35-26, uh, to 26, so we had that comfortable nine-point lead. So our defense, uh, the pressure was not on our defense. And at the end of the game, their quarterback, Pookie Jones, was throwing at the end zone. We could not stop Kentucky all of a sudden. But uh, so we win the SEC. And if we'd lost that game, the rest of the SEC would all, all of them were getting ready to say, I told you the Gators are going to choke again. They're going to blow it. They got a chance to win the SEC and they're going to blow it. But fortunately, we made that play right there. Uh, to me, still one of the big, big plays in, uh, in the history of when I was here right there. Okay? The whopper play. I hadn't heard the name Pookie Jones in a long Pookie time, Jones. Steve. Oh, <laughs> we ran. couldn't stop him. Yeah. We could not stop Pookie Jones that day. He was something. We'll take a break. Come back inside the huddle ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radwear Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadWearDesigns.com. The Chicken and Warfel, the 1966 Shandy, the Southern Style Grits Cake, and Spurrier's Breakfast Burger are some of the new brunch entrees at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Brunch just got better, and by popular demand, Spurrier's now serves a delectable brunch menu every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Yes, Spurrier's does weekend brunch, serving scrumptious brunch entrees, salads, new brunch cocktails, and specialty coffee selections. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, now serving brunch, and no reservation is needed. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. 
Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call for your free consultation today. 352-400-4550. Don't wait. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 400-4550. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists and experts that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. All right, we are back for our final segment, The Game to Look For. We all know what that is. Brought to you by South State Bank. At South State Bank, we understand small businesses need a community business partner they can rely on. South State still has four convenient Alachua County locations. South State Bank, banking forward member, FDIC. All right, Shaner, you're picking Georgia. Yeah. Give me some keys to Georgia winning this game. Not letting Alabama throw the ball over your head like they did in, in game one. And, and I think, you know, because Alabama has a unique uh, – Georgia and Alabama have the same defense. So Saban knew how to attack, and obviously Kirby knew what they would try to do. But John Maechi being out is going to it hurt them in the Cincinnati game, and I think they can learn different pass rushes, things that gave Alabama trouble at Cincinnati. And um, you know, I thought I thought Georgia played well enough to win the game the first time. Uh, Stetson threw a pick six. He had another interception where his uh, on a crosser the the guy just stopped on him. Uh, but I, I think Georgia's going to win this game. I think it's going to be a heck of a football mm-hmm. game, but I think they're going to be able to pressure Bryce Young this time. Mm-hmm. How do you see it, Coach? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say Georgia, it's their time, I, I think, but I'm not sure. Nobody knows. Uh, just sit there do. But somebody uh, the other day was saying Kirby Smart's defense has had trouble with quarterbacks that are good passing teams. Uh, uh, they went back to uh, when Ole Miss, uh, their coach that's at Liberty now, Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze beat them yeah. a couple times. And, and the p- people that have beaten them, it seems like their their quarterbacks have thrown the ball successfully. Even Steven Garcia, you know, had his the, the game of his life, 17 out of 20 against uh, Saban and Kirby Smart defense. So uh, I think Georgia will change their defense up some. I think they will maybe get in that stack and do some twists and turns. And try to get pressure on the quarterback, but they got to stop the run also. But I, I do think it'll be some different game plans by both teams. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we will wrap up inside the huddle for today and for the season. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. 
Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Can't find the new car or truck you want? No worries. Introducing Your Way Express Ordering from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Now get your new Chevy in your color with your options. All it takes is a quick visit to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet or a few clicks at GainesvilleChevy.com. Shopping pre-owned? We've got them. All the most popular models plus certified pre-owned Chevys with six-year, 100,000-mile warranties. So don't compromise. Get the newer pre-owned Chevy you want the way you want it. Now at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street and at GainesvilleChevy.com. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. WRUF Gainesville. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you've got joint pain in your knees, shoulders, hips, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. Not surgery, drugs, or downtime? Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics. That's 352-400-4550. Call today, QC Kinetics, 352 400 4550. 
Uh, it just, you know, every year we've done this, I say the same thing. It just seems like we just started doing inside the huddle like last week. And the season has just gone by. Uh, and next week, we're going to be back here with Hoop. There it is. My buddy Mark Wise will start talking college hoops. And that'll be the exact same day and time. So next Tuesday here at 11 o'clock. But guys, I think you know how much I appreciate you being here and how much I, I really enjoy doing this with you. Been a heck of a football season. And mm-hmm. who would have thought, you know, start, Coach, you said it. Who would have thought, you know, it'd be a coaching change here, you know, what we've seen. But that's what you never know in college football, what's going to happen. Nope, it's been crazy. And uh, let's hope that uh, the Gator program can get heading back in the right direction. We uh, preseason, what were we ranked? Tenth, eleventh, or something. somewhere right something in that, that neighborhood? Yeah. And to go two and six in conference play, nobody saw that coming. Uh, but uh, it's happened, and we've made a change, and now we think and believe that we're heading in the right direction. Let me just close with this. Um, I, I think most people think that it might take a little bit of time for Coach Napier. We don't know, but I think a lot of people believe that. Given where the league is now, you know, Jimbo Fisher is on track to sign a historic class. Mm-hmm. He's got five-star guys coming out of his ears, okay? That's a team Florida's got to play next year. You got to play Texas A&M and Georgia back-to-back. Utah comes here. Where Florida is right now, given where the other teams in the league are, is it going to be a little harder to rebuild because there's so many teams that are good in the league? Possibly. I, I, I look at it as no. I think you can add some pieces here and there if you need to. But, you know, Florida, in my opinion, Steve, worst-case scenario in a bad year, it should be 9-3. and three. Mm-hmm. You should beat the – nothing against Kentucky because they've, they've beaten us two out of the last four, probably should have beaten us three out of the last four. And Stoops has done a phenomenal job. But we should beat the Kentuckys, the South Carolinas, the Missouris every year and the Tennessees. Or so, almost every year. Yeah, almost, yeah. <laughs> almost every year, but uh, – yeah, we were 9-3, I think, was the preseason prediction uh, for the Gators, and certainly we didn't come close to that. And, uh, yeah, who knows what would have happened if maybe we'd made the extra point against Alabama, maybe kicked a field goal in overtime. Who, who knows what uh, that team, uh, last this past year's team, could have done. But you got to play every game. You know, one, once one's in the bag, you got to keep going on. And, uh, obviously, our teams, I was here for 12 years, we lost some heartbreakers. But, hey, we came back and maybe won the bowl game. You know, we lost a heartbreaker the first SEC championship. We go over to Gator Bowl and get a nice win and finish ranked 10th in the country, that 92 team that uh, Shane played on. So really proud of these guys that uh, they played the whole season. Uh, There was no opt-outs back in those days. Uh, But anyway, uh, you want to have your guys play the whole year, play their hearts out. Uh, for for themselves, their team, and also for the university and the fans and all that. So hopefully uh, Billy Napier can get our teams back a little bit more towards that. All right. We're going to thank all of our student producers, David Sherba, today, mm-hmm. Seth Harp uh, for his work in helping get everything uh, organized here, Freddie Weeby behind the scenes here too, and, of course, to these two guys, uh, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. I'm Steve Russell, our final Inside the Huddle of the Year. If it's up to me, we're back here in August. So uh, it doesn't seem like a long way away, but it happens. It it comes by quickly. Sports scene is next here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8 a.m. WRUF.